0: talk live it's a live saturday episode of the program phones are open if you want to join us at 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 here tonight it's Ian Bigless mountaineer and just like when i was on your mom elon musk pulls out of twitter we covered it last night uh here on free talk live i know but i had to get that that little jabby joke in there he's trying to pull out of the deal but the twitter people are saying they're gonna sue to force
1: him to finish this deal (laughs) yeah he tries to pull out of twitter and they're gonna force him to finish so we'll see how that goes
2: i want Uh, your baby
0: if you want to talk about it, we did discuss it last night, but the phones are always open here, so if you felt like you needed to say something uh, you know, additional, I feel like we covered it pretty good. Sorry, it's uh, the
2: Reverend Captain Kickass, in case you were wondering who you. the third guy is.
0: And also, I know, uh, Peakless, you wanted to talk about the Guidestones, the Georgia Guidestones. I did. Which we also covered uh, last night, but there was some, I guess, another aspect to it that you wanted to bring out for listeners that don't know. Uh, the Georgia Guidestones were this mysteriously constructed and placed monument basically that was cooked up by we still don't really know who uh, there's some speculation that it might mm-hmm. be the Rosicrucians, which is some sort of an old cult, I guess. Yeah. The, uh, uh,
1: so, I mean, uh, there there was a a really important published piece, uh, for the Rosicrucians by R. C. Rosenkrantz, and this mm-hmm. was Robert C. Christian, and so I mean, there there is some reason for the speculation there, but uh, the big thing, because you know we're we're all about property rights, you know, non-aggression principle, As libertarian property types, rights, yeah. So uh, this came up in conversation last night and apparently it's just not well known that uh, so they went to extraordinary efforts to make sure that there was no that there was no record whatsoever of whose land this was. How can that even be? Well, it was... Uh, Somebody's really cr- paying taxes on it, right? Uh, no, actually. No, it was this weird backroom sort of corrupt deal where this guy had uh, had an inn at the bank, and because he had uh, a friend at the bank, they uh, destroyed the record, even though they weren't supposed to do that, and it was wow. kind of illegal. But yeah, no, they went to this extraordinary length to make sure that there is no record of whose land this is.
2: This land's not your land. This land's not my land.
1: Right, So, uh, and I think it's important important to point out because of that okay you have abdicated your ownership of this property Mm -hmm. that returns it to nature so whoever wants to do whatever they want to with this land at this point they can and Uh, someone decided to do a little bit of remodeling and i gotta say i approve i (laughs) was gonna say while In
2: uh, an ideal world, yes, all of what you said is true as far as the land returning to nature. Uh, However, we all know that the the land then returns to the power of the state. Which
1: makes Mm. me even happier about it being destroyed. So, uh, the other uh, thing that's... And and, and that's actually, I I do want to double down on that, because, like, they found this weird way of making it so this belonged to the state, and the state was the only one that you could point to as the owner of this property. So, I mean... Did they
0: donate it to the state or something? (laughs)
1: Kind of. I mean, we
2: all know that the state is... They donated
1: it to everyone for Hmm. posterity. I see. We all know that the state is the real owner of, well, all property anyway, so... Right. But, I mean, they had this sort of wacky way of making that quasi-official. And I got to tell you, having a piece of essentially state property, you know, public property as they call it, Mm -hmm. that talks about uh, maintaining the population of the Earth at half a billion people uh that's really upsetting yeah i'm glad you brought that up i was gonna
0: point that out that's certainly the most relevant portion of the text on the georgia guidestones it's also the number one point apparently on Mm -hmm. the there's 10 different points we went over all 10 of them uh, i think friday night shows
1: and i think you guys kind of glossed over the whole like uh the, the so i think it was point two about uh uh I mean, basically eugenics. Oh, well, we've got to guide the, uh, the, the reproduction of the, of the planet. And it's like, whoa, whoa, that's that's Well, that's creepy. the only way they're going to
0: get to half a uh, billion well, people is well, through eugenics and actual extermination, Well, there's right? two
1: ways. So, and uh, the, the people who will defend this uh, way of thinking, whether Guidestone specifically or not, uh, the two ways of having a population that is low enough, you can kill a whole lot of people. Or you could just sterilize a lot of people.
0: And maybe vaccines
1: are going to do that. Hmm, no, maybe those. if we just gave this vaccine to almost everyone on the planet and got really upset if we didn't give it to everyone on the planet, that just seems to massively reduce people's ability to have children.
2: There is a third way, and I just thought about it now, and that could be that everybody accepts what's the number? Five uh, five hundred million million. Everybody except five hundred million people migrates off this planet to a new one. Or <laughs> or
0: several new ones. Uh you know, there also there's been a very large interest in vasectomies after the Supreme Court decision regarding Roe versus Wade. They apparently the Google searches for the word vasectomy shot up
2: like a I hockey would, stick. I'd be willing to bet that vasectomy clinics are packed.
1: I bet you're oh, right. Oh, yeah. Well, I would like to see uh, coming out of this, uh, well, a lot of things, but one of the things that I think would be nice to see coming out of this is the legalization of male birth control, because it's existed, it's been tested, but it has never been approved for consumption. We're not allowed to have that technology.
2: Well, you know, combine the you know Roe versus Wade recent thing, and then, of course, the way most family court law is stacked against men when with regards to birth and all that kind of thing, oh, yeah. uh, I could definitely see a spike in the vasectomy clinics and people inquiring as to how much, when, where, you know, is it reversible, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: So if you want to weigh in on that, you're welcome to, the number here is 603-283-6160, but I think all of us had a story tonight in mind to talk about and that is about worldwide Mm. massive protests that are happening now uh
1: one last thing before we get into that i just wanted to voice my approval for the symbolic uh nature of destroying something that advocates the death of most humans mm. like i i uh, i think i feel as good about that as a lot of people feel bad about january 6th Okay, very good. Uh, so uh, again, if you want to jump in, six zero three two eight three
0: sixty one sixty. The story that I think a lot of us wanted to cover tonight wasn't exactly the same. Uh, Peakless, you wanted to talk about the farmer protests that have been going on in the Netherlands, and when you brought that up, I said, "Well, have you heard about Sri Lanka?" And you hadn't. Uh, and I've seen some of the headlines, but I haven't looked at all the details. I've seen the photos, which have been just absolutely stunning. With God knows how many hundreds of thousands of people in the streets there, not just protesting, quote unquote, but actually taking over the home of the president of Sri Lanka.
2: Yeah, Imagine if January 6th in the United States were as bad as some people made it out to be. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's going on in Sri Lanka. Uh, It's so bad that they have literally scared the president into resignation. Yes. The president has taken refuge at an undisclosed location and has quit. Now, uh, I was making a comment. That's what you call an insurrection. I was making a comment earlier today because uh, I don't find a whole lot of value in most protests, particularly in the United States. No, because usually it's just
0: waving a few signs and chanting or whatever. And, and And
2: nothing really gets accomplished. Yeah. Uh, however, it would end like an this, this probably can't be called a protest at this point, but an it, uprising. it started yeah. as a protest and turned into an uprising because nice. they have all of the all of the pillars have been have come down. They've got, uh, you know, the political corruption. They've got food shortages. They've got the government, you know, trying to do things supposedly to help making things worth rampant inflation. Right. So they've got, you know, all the all the pillars have been knocked down causing the civil unrest. And so, literally, this is them kicking, firing their president, literally. And he's like,
1: sorry, I quit. I'm so scared. Well, I, I would say there are four potential uses for protesting. Uh, one of them is this. Uh, sometimes a protest can actually lead to the end of a despotic government. Uh, One of them is uh, you do make good connections that way. You can, you know, get people's numbers, like, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Use it as a networking event. Uh, One of them is, you know, just sort of to bring awareness to yes, there are people upset about this. And one of them is it's kind of a subtle thing, but like by questioning a narrative, you keep people from uh, falling for it quite as completely by just letting people know that there are people that question an idea. That's true. Uh, In fact, there was a
0: protest here in our very own Keene, New Hampshire today with tens of people attending. (laughs) But that's nowhere near as important as what's happening in Sri Lanka. So we'll continue with that. And the Netherlands uh, farmers, what's going on there? Plus, your calls and thoughts are welcome. Free talk live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here Live Saturday Show if you want to. The number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. I want to say thanks to Jack Glansberg, who is a Free Talk Live supporter of our AMPS program. Uh, jack has joined us uh joined the amps program for silver level which means he's doing five bucks a month and that's all we ask for and thank you jack for helping us out there that's you, a fact jack you can join jack over at uh, amps.freetalklive.com that's dot S.Freetalklive.com, and contribute there via your credit card debit card or your paypal account and you get some cool perks and you help us Advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. So thank you, Jack. And once again, that's amps.freetalklive.com. We're going to talk about what's happened in Sri Lanka, where the president is resigning after protesters entered his residence in huge numbers uh, and also apparently visited and set on fire the residence of the prime minister
2: as well there. So So I just wanted to clear up something that was said. uh, They're not getting rid of their government they're only getting rid of the guy running the thing oh, and, and and okay. in fact in fact his resignation tweet says to ensure the continuation of government including the safety of all citizens i accept The best recommendation of party leaders today to make way for an all-party government to facilitate this. I will resign as prime minister. Well, they can't have the
0: church being destroyed. They have to bring a new minister in and so on. So we'll get into that. And that that is
1: really a concern for me uh, with everyone's, uh, you know, Biden's an illegitimate president. They're all illegitimate. Like that would be the worst possible outcome is if there was, you know, some kind of, you know, violent uprising like they had in sri lanka and then they just take out this president and put a different Another president one. in let's uh we can talk more about it coming
0: up here but actually we got ridley on the line dave ridley from dot ridley hello ridley
3: okay i'm gonna do something i never do and go off topic here and talk talk exit instead of nh exit
0: Oh, okay. Texas, Texas, not flex it. The secession plan to uh, have uh, Texas declare independence from the United States.
3: What's uh, what's going on over there? So uh, one of the reasons you have an independence movement is to sort of flush the government out into the open and make them a little bit more desperate, so they start doing crazy things and make everybody angry at them. And apparently, Texas Tex- has accomplished this. Hmm. And this is not this is not really very new information. I, it's just that I just now got to listening to uh, to the uh, postmortems from there. They ran a guy for a lieutenant governor and had a slew of candidates, independent candidates in Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, uh, apparently what have they're they're alleging massive voter fraud like they've never seen before in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is again this is a this is a speech that Daniel Miller made in March. So I I'm just now getting around to this, um, and you may if uh, you guys reported on this at all or. I'm not, not familiar with what you're talking
0: about. No, and, and we we saw Daniel so, Miller speak in March, so I didn't see that.
3: Yeah, I know him. Uh, he's probably America's most interesting politician, uh, and he's you know he's pretty serious business. You know, he's a pretty serious run for lieutenant governor. Can't be more interesting <laughs> point, than vermin
2: supreme. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean he, but he's he's really. He's, just, he's a hilarious guy to listen to, but he's not, he's not an act, right? He's just a funny guy. No, he does uh, have he, good he a good sense of humor.
0: It was really great having him easier. here he in New be. Hampshire. He was at the uh, the Liberty Forum, which is the yearly convention the Free State Project puts on, and he was actually attending there because he was on the secession panel, and the panel would have been much, much less interesting without his presence. I mean, he's got a great sense of humor and a lot of knowledge. He's been doing Texas secession for something like three decades now.
3: So he, he says that they had precincts that were reporting over 100% turnout Uh-oh. and mysteriously voting for establishment candidates. <laughs> mm. And all the, the, the ballots apparently disappeared into the hands of police, um, and the chain of custody was lost. Oh, my. Uh, wow. There, there was, he says, uh, one of the independent candidates, someone shot their dog.
0: Oh, God. Wow
3: and um and uh, the independent candidates uh, some of them were filing lawsuits uh they they're, the uh, they're parts of the parts to the partners this part of the voting machines over there which you look at to see if there's been tampering mm-hmm. uh, they, they were denied that those kind of not that 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 kind of didn't happen they were denied Yikes. access to, to look at those um Well, the status quo uh,
0: is going to pull out all the stops to try to keep their power and keep things as is. We know that that's how uh, the system works. I mean, they they don't want to... Uh, they don't want to have their power reduced he said pull out and secession would absolutely reduce some of the influence that some of these politicians like a lot of these people at the state level even though even though they would have more influence over the nation the nation of texas or the nation of new hampshire they a lot of them have visions to be in washington dc and they don't want to lose Mm -hmm. any opportunity to uh to move into that corrupt world
1: well, and they'd rather run like, you know, if they're a senator, they'd rather run like one fiftieth of this level of GDP than even to uh, have a uh, even a position in complete control over the percentage of GDP that is uh, Texas.
2: I've, I've never thought of it that way before. But yeah, it, aspiring politicians uh, are corruption ladder climbers. And the mm-hmm. only way they can climb the ladder of corruption is to be more corrupt than they previously were and be more corrupt than their opponents. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on that we need to know about with the Texit thing?
3: Miller also claims that, and I don't, this is this is a complex claim to some extent that I didn't fully understand, but he claimed that results indicated actual support for uh, independence. Uh, you know, like some, I, I guess some of their people must have gotten elected anyway, despite what the, what was going on. And there mm-hmm. were just some, it was it was like there was some parts of the election that he felt were not influenced by corruption, and those parts of the influence those parts of the the election showed the majority of people supporting in- independence. But it's complicated, and I don't really know how to understand it yet or explain it.
0: Well, I am excited that as possibly as soon as the end of next week, so maybe by next Saturday night, uh, we may have some results coming out. From the what may be first ever poll about secession, like where the right questions get asked. Because there have been other polls Mm. where some mainstream uh, opinion pollster asks a question that's tangentially related to or kind of talks about secession.
1: Hey, if the rest of the people in your region were seceding, how would you feel about that instead of just straight up? How do you feel about secession?
0: Right. Or your state specifically leaving. We've seen regional secession polls, but not anything about each individual state. Uh, So there is a survey that was commissioned by uh, the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence. and As as I understand it, and I'm not involved officially with them, so I'm not on the board of directors. I can't speak for them. But as I understand it, somebody came along with like $50,000 and said... I want you to commission this survey, and that person is anonymous. Apparently, oh. uh, they said I want this survey to, to survey eight states, and I believe Texas is one of those states. New Hampshire is another one. I'm not sure what the rest are. Florida, maybe California maybe. and Florida, but yeah. I,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, I was going to say my guess would be CalExit uh, Cal was definitely a thing that I've been hearing. Yeah, they f- should do. CalExit's been around. I for don't a know minute. if
0: they are, but uh, but anyway, eight states. The results are apparently in. But the awesome. board of directors of the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence has to review and decide how to release this, and so they're they're going to try to figure that out. probably. I love a
1: nice peaceful divorce
0: sometime this month. So we're going to maybe have some idea of you know from a scientific survey of what Americans in at least several states believe about independence. Thank you, Dave, for your call tonight. Appreciate it. There's more coming up here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, phones open here on this live Saturday episode. If you want to join the show, whether you want to talk about independence or a good old fashioned uprising and overthrow of the president of Sri Lanka, apparently, uh, has happened. He is now resigning as protesters have taken over his house and they've set the uh, prime
2: minister's house on fire to boot. I mean, that, if there were to be an effective protest this sounds like it's one of them
0: yeah if their goal was to make these people go away they appear to be going away we can tell you more about it coming up here uh, but i do want to let you know uh, about bitcoin.com you want to start looking into alternatives to government money systems check out bitcoin.com and click get started at the top of the page Uh, that'll take you some introductory videos there and just spend a few minutes eh, more than if you've got time but the first video, I think, is all of three minutes long, and it'll go over some of the basics that you need to understand. You don't want to get into this blind. You want to learn about what makes Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and cryptocurrency special, what makes it different from the government monies of the world Uh, Once again, go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started at the top of the page. If you're not a new user and you want to get the latest news headlines, they've got you covered there over at news.bitcoin.com. That's news.bitcoin.com. Captain, you've been following the Sri Lanka situation. Uh, I have seen some of the headlines, but I I hadn't taken the time today because I was actually out at this protest today uh, here in Keene, New Hampshire, where some... Democrats, apparently, were holding uh, what they were calling an anti-free state project uh outreach or protest or rally or whatever it was called and uh, so I, I spent most of my afternoon there and then since
1: then i've been editing video but did wh- they tell you where to put donations because i kind of want to donate to these people the cheshire democrats yeah uh, i mean i don't them- know if you've seen like some of the the uh, comic books coming out from the anti-free staters but they're fantastic comic books yeah like they, there's these illustrated drawings about uh, oh like political comics yeah, i've yeah, seen exactly. those yeah yeah um, Sorry, not like full page, you know, Marvel or anything like that. I'm sure like,
0: they would be happy to take your money and use it against us. I mean, uh, by all means, hey, as
1: long as they're using it against us by giving me more of those political comics, they are I'm pretty all entertaining. Fair.
0: Yeah, uh, and we can talk more about what happened today, but the the Sri Lanka situation is pretty intense. Uh, what is happening out there?
2: Uh, so you've seen oh, the visuals. Their so are, are priceless uh, too. If you haven't seen the visuals, this looks. Uh, just like I can't even tell that it's people there's like an overhead shot and it looks like new dark gravel has mm. been you know surrounded you know the capitol building that kind of a thing uh, but it says uh, social unrest comes as the country has suffered runaway inflation shortages of food shortages of fuel and depleting foreign exchange reserves again these are all the sort of the pillars that we talk about of when a when a society collapses or a government at least collapses
1: yeah, so, I, I I will say that because uh, I keep sort of an ear to the ground on uh, on food, and most of the bad news that I was hearing was coming out of Sri Lanka. Like they seem to have hit, like they were hit the hardest with uh, a lot of the food shortages and uh, fuel shortages that were going on. Uh,
0: according to a report filed at bloomberg dot com, July fifth, Sri Lanka is at approximately 54.6% consumer price inflation compared to this time last year. So they are in hyperinflation uh, mode at this point.
2: Yeah, uh, thousands of protesters stormed Sri Lankan president's uh, official residence as part of the anti-government demonstration, calling for his resignation following the country's economic collapse. They're not even making bones about it. This is from uh, Zero Hedge, by the way. Mm. Uh, demonstrators marched to Sri Lanka's commercial capital of Colombo early Saturday. They jumped security fences surrounding the residents and overran the president's security forces. Uh, the president was evacuated from the palace around 1000 local local time. His secretary told Bloomberg the president was escorted to safety. A senior defense source told AFP he's still the president. And he's still being protected by a military unit. Alleged footage of the president fleeing on a naval ship uh, surfaced on a Twitter account called Unity News Net, UNN. Uh, footage uploaded to social media platforms uh, shows thousands of protesters surrounding the palace. Hundreds in of, of thousands. Himself. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's a insane. It, think of, I don't even know how to describe this. Think of the most packed outdoor rock concert you could imagine. Yeah. Multiply that by a couple hundred times.
0: Yeah, BBC doesn't show those images, but they do admit that there are hundreds of thousands of people in Colombo today uh, that are calling for the resignation of the president, who has now agreed, apparently, to. uh, Or apparently, the prime minister and the president have both agreed to step down.
2: Right. And so, if both of them step down, then whoever the next guy in line is, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, gets to sort of. You know, be the temporary mm-hmm. guy for like a month. And then I think the government has to have some sort of uh, I don't know if they're going to have an election. I don't know what how they proceed there in Sri Lanka, but I imagine that's what's going to happen. And then they'll just choose another guy who, will, you know, probably not be much better. And, you know, they're going to be a very poor people for the coming future, near as I can tell. One protester,
0: Fiona Sirmana, who was demonstrating at the president's house, said it was time, quote, to get rid of the president and the prime minister and to have a new era for Sri Lanka. She told Reuters further, quote, I feel very, very sad they didn't go earlier because had they gone earlier, there wouldn't have been any destruction. She told Reuters the home of uh, one of them was set on fire Saturday after. Uh, after protesters broke in and set it alight, videos circulating on social media show flames lighting up the night sky. Crowds had earlier overrun the official residence of the president lounging in
2: its state rooms and jumping in his pool. So they did include a uh, – <laughs> that's funny. They did include a uh, sort of an infographic here in the article. Yeah. And so this infographic says currently Sri Lanka is $51 billion in debt. They have a 39% current consumer inflation that's 51 billion. That's like nothing. But they have 50 million
1: uh foreign currency reserved. So Well, 51 51 billion? Yes. Isn't that isn't that significantly more than the US is in debt? No, there's 30 trillion dollars oh, in Oh, <laughs> that- Yeah, the B not the T. Yeah. The billion not the
2: trillion. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. So at any rate, 50
1: billion, jeez that's like <laughs> one
2: company. Chump change. The country's recent defaults on its debt payments will discourage lenders to provide funds, and with mm. little foreign currency to buy even food and fuel imports, it'll be a long time before the debts can be paid.
0: Yeah, according to the story uh, that I was looking at earlier, apparently they are out of dollars. Bloomberg reporting Sri Lanka is completely out of dollars with which to purchase fuel, and is printing rupees to pay local salaries, and again, inflation rates are closing in on sixty percent now.
1: So, yeah, but it can't they- happen
0: here oh yeah it can't happen here
1: it's already happening here well and and the thing that uh, strikes me about this is just it 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 puts another nail in the coffin of like sovereign debt because there was this you know massive global system of well a country can't fail it's sovereign debt Mm. that's totally different from normal debt And yes, yes, it can
2: fail. I see a bunch of um, uneducated people online, particularly when referencing the United States uh, current situation with the price of gasoline and that type of thing, the inflation that we're seeing on goods, you know, groceries and that kind of a thing. Uh, And they're saying, well, it can't be Joe Biden's fault because this is happening all over the world right and this is their their mm-hmm. sort of mental gymnastics that they that they go through to like justify you know their their president well, yes that they elected yeah. or whatever
1: so th- they are hmm, right yeah like yes and no like okay the fact that this has been building for over a century definitely had a lot to do with why it is all over the world right. and it, that is not joe biden's fault if you understand
2: the phenomena that would be the yes part of this if you understand the phenomena known as central banking then it makes sense that, yes, this is why we're seeing inflation globally. This is why we're seeing stuff like Sri Lanka. These are just sort of the... I don't know. Shots across the bow. These are the warning shots that, hey, if it's happening to a place like this, a small place with you know a a very, um, we'll say, a a more fragile economy, they don't have the population, their gross domestic product was basically tourism, and that got kicked by the wayside thanks to all the COVID lockdowns and that kind of thing. So, if you understand central banking and how that creates these countries' debt, then of course it's going to happen globally, and we're just seeing the cracks in the ice right now.
0: Well, don't worry, guys. The International Monetary Fund can swoop in <laughs> and provide billions and billions of dollars just in so loans. long as Sri Lanka agrees to just a few terms.
2: You mean the insane MFers? There's more coming up here
0: in moments. The number 603 283 6160. You can join us on Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. It's Ian, Peakless Mountaineer, and Captain Kickass in the studio here tonight. And you can bring up whatever's on your mind. That's what we do here every single night. If you uh if you didn't know it, we do this thing seven nights per week. Fact on Free Talk Live. If you missed a moment, you can always go download them anytime you want over at freetalklive.com. Archives are free. Actually, the whole website's free, so please enjoy all the features there. And uh, if you want to subscribe to receive the show as they are released every single night, you can do that over at feeds.freetalklive.com. We have podcast uh, RSS feeds there. You can copy those
2: Drop it into your favorite podcast client, and you'll automatically receive episodes. Of and heck, uh, I'm on the show, and sometimes I, you know, will forget a thing. Mm. I'll be like, oh yeah, what was? Oh, I got to go back and listen to that episode, or they somebody will mention a website or some sort of resource that came up about whatever topic, and so I'll go back and re-listen.
0: So we're talking about uh, Sri Lanka, which is a country of apparently about 22 million people that are having massive protests, which. Even the BBC is admitting hundreds of thousands are in the
2: streets of uh, the country's capital today. Twenty-two million—that's what the size of the U.S. prison population.
0: No, I think prison population is like two hundred thousand. Is it two million?
2: I thought I, forget. Was, I thought it was. In the, well, how big is New York City?
0: I think. Oh, sorry. It's uh, federal prison population is two hundred thousand. I think the whole country is like two million or something. Like oh, that, okay. If I, if I recall, because correctly.
2: because when I did the math, uh, the the total incarceration population in the united states would be the fourth largest city in the us wow that's how, certainly one of that's the best, how many people uh, are are in cages
0: it's also larger than
2: several states as far as their populations as well for sure um but uh before we go on uh, we were talking during the break about uh, sri lanka in particular if anybody's listening in sri lanka or has relatives or friends in sri lanka please suggest that they begin adopting cryptocurrency if they already haven't because separation of money and state, to me, is the most important way to prevent things like this from happening again. So we see what's happened in Sri Lanka. We can definitely say that it was because inflation, because of government debt and mishandling of you know all of the funding and all that kind of stuff that, that has them in this position. Now, if you want to prevent this from happening again, you as a people need to take it upon yourselves to adopt
1: a form of currency that is not controlled by your government. And one of the things about uh, about cryptocurrency is that it benefits the little guy more than the big guy, which is kind of a new thing for anything in finance. And since they're going to have to remake their entire currency system anyway, since they're inflating it into oblivion now, they Mm -hmm. may as well just adopt cryptocurrency while they've got the opportunity.
0: Well, that's what they would do if, you know, there was some sort of sanity to government monetary policy. But we all know that central banks are not interested. Oh, in, I'm not suggesting no, no, that the
1: government do this. I'm, I'm suggesting the people do this. Grass,
2: hmm. Purely grassroots movement. Right. It's people reaching out to people. I know there are people in the United States. I know there are people listening to our voices right now who know some people in Sri Lanka. They have a friend, a family member, somebody's teaching English. I don't care. Get a hold of them and go, hey, you need to start talking about cryptocurrency with these people. This needs to be a grassroots movement thing. All right. So it's not in the
0: news yet that I can see. But we literally just last night talked about Argentina and their recent deal with the IMF. Uh, For something like a 40 or 50 billion dollar bailout that required Argentina to crack down on cryptocurrency related business. So Mm -hmm. it's basically crypto has been outlawed across the entire nation
1: of Argentina. They did this. Literally, I thought it was just that uh, the that the Argentinian government wasn't allowed to no, do anything no no they uh, they put this
0: policy into effect literally days after the two largest Argentinian banks which by the way Argentina facing approximately seventy percent inflation yeah. year uh, over year so they're in a similar inflationary situation as Sri Lanka. And so, what happened was, two of the major banks, like the biggest banks, private banks in Argentina, had announced hey, we're going to let our customers buy Bitcoin through our systems. And oh no, you're not," said the the government, and came in and said, "You know, oh, we got to deal with the IMF that says no regulated institution will be touching uh, cryptocurrency." One of the uh, the points that they made at Bitcoinus.com was they believe that this may actually outlaw all cryptocurrency activity within Argentina. Now how, that's going to be hard to crack down on, obviously. So we know how governments work; they always go after the centers, they go after yeah. the exchanges, they go after uh, the banks, and and uh,
1: big corporations operations or whatever. So well, I got to tell you, this isn't going to work. So, I mean, like if you look at what happened in Vietnam, like they were probably the most aggressive of any country to just seriously crack down on not only mining the stuff, mm-hmm. but individuals, not just companies, but individuals were not allowed to use it. And now they are leading the world in cryptocurrency usage. Really? Yeah. Vietnam made a complete 180 directly Why? after, because it's useful, because they were facing this kind of hyperinflationary situation. But did they cut a deal with the IMF? Did, uh, did Vietnam cut Vietnam? The government of, uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, so that's the,
0: the one of the key differences, right? So the Argentinian gang cut a deal. They got paid $40 billion and the IMF got them to agree to do their bidding and crack down on cryptocurrency. Now, again, I don't know if that's what's going to happen in Sri Lanka, but they are talking with the IMF. That That's in the news. Mm. They are trying to negotiate a deal with them. We just don't know what oh, the terms I, are yet.
1: Well, I can tell you one term right now is that... The it's probably not going to be like a bailout in the sense of like here's a bunch of money like no, we're used to. It's here. a loan. It's exactly. It's going to be a loan with a whole bunch of strings attached right. and right. a whole bunch of strings that we haven't figured out just yet. But we'll tell you later.
2: And I just want to correct uh, what I said a minute or a couple of minutes ago. I guess uh, you are correct, Ian. Two million. A little more than 2 million people are in jail, prison population across the U.S. Uh, that would make it the fifth largest city if you just took them all and put wow. them in one city. So uh, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, prison population. You know, there's a movie fifth about making city. a
0: city uh, from a jail. Or a jail Escape city. from New York? Yeah,
2: Escape from New York. Yeah. Great movie. Check that one out if you haven't seen it. Let's
0: go to Jet, calling us from Idaho. You're on Free Talk Live, Jet.
5: Yeah, well, I want to talk about taxation because obviously— We're not being taxed enough, otherwise these (laughs) so-called people calling themselves government would be able to survive and work just the way they are. Anyway, but I wanted to ask, I wanted to pass on, let's say, to the listeners that, that, and I keep thinking about this, that you, Ian, are being um, punished with so many different punishments without ever having been convicted.
0: Yes, Yes. uh, you're referring to bail conditions that have been very heavy on me uh for, for your the incarceration last, for most of the last year uh yeah i was also incarcerated for uh, for two months uh, but being out but, wasn't that much better hmm. in the initial days because i couldn't leave right. the house without asking for permission in advance uh early on so yeah it sucks and without You've any also, kind of you also were banned well,
1: from a lot of contact with a lot of your friends yeah, that's right
5: those are those are all punishments yes and
1: um and I hope at some point a
5: civil lawsuit, civil rights lawsuit, is filed against that. That'd be great. And in, in any event, um, you know, I was thinking about taxation. Every time someone brings up topics like law and taxation, we uh, refer to them as mafias and extortions, mm-hmm. um, all of which are contrary to liberty, of course. Um, ask them, of course, I always encourage people to ask questions, ask them to explain how it is. That strangers can magically decree that you owe them money, or that you must obey them, or that you must at least agree with their opinions. You know, this guy was talking the other day about the social contract. And so, well, the question is, um, where do I find it? <laughs> you know, they can, can never answer that question. I mean, in other words, rather than making a statement about it, you ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you show it to me? You know, in other words,
1: what question, did he say? Though,
5: is, Oh I don't uh, I haven't done that because I don't I don't deal with that anybody Oh I here? thought you they, said you I'm
1: was... sure they'd tell you it's
5: an idea.
0: I thought you said you were having that conversation with somebody I, po- I apologize. No
5: I did No I just you know you the other day I heard you on the radio. Oh yeah um, yeah
0: we had a uh, leftist caller from uh, San Francisco David called in and once again started pounding the idea of the social contract and when yeah. we asked him to show it to us of course he
2: couldn't do that yeah. well and,
0: and well it's Jet, this
1: thing that i
2: have faith in mm-hmm. what what jet's talking about questioning this is uh known as the socratic method mm-hmm. right and oh, it really is just that it's just questioning so instead of you know saying how you feel and asking if a person agrees with you or not you ask questions about how they already feel and allow them you know you're sort of leading them to use logic and deduction to come to their own conclusion we hope we hope yeah. Uh, but it's called the Socratic method. It's pretty effective. Thank
0: you, Jet, for the call tonight. I uh, appreciate it. The number here is six 603-283-6160. eight three sixty one sixty. It isn't just protests happening in Sri Lanka. There's also been some pretty effective protests uh, that have been happening in the Netherlands with a bunch of angry farmers and pickles. You've been following this one. Mm-hmm. We'll get into what's happening there. And you know, it's kind of like the trucker protest in Canada, but to a different level. Uh, we'll explain that on the way. Our two's coming up.
4: Free Talk Live.
0: You can't stop it, man. Sri Lanka. This is audio of... You described this as, I think, a sporting event, right, Captain, earlier in the show tonight? Yeah. Or rock concert. A huge swarm of people outside of the residence of the president or the prime minister here.
1: I would absolutely say that swarm is the right word. If, If
2: you've ever seen that movie World War Z where like a swarm of zombies just sort of pour in through like a street that's what this looks like
0: it's amazing uh watching this. this the clip in this case plays over and over again but uh phew, hundreds of thousands of people for sure outside of this uh, residence and then inside of the residence shortly mm-hmm. thereafter and this is a, a huge mansion uh, apparently they were partying in the pool out back afterwards and uh ultimately set the president uh, the prime minister's house on fire apparently and both the prime minister and the president have announced they are resigning and of course. Uh, they're resigning in order to keep the government in place. They make...
1: nothing is important as the continuance of government. And, of course, that's one thing that uh, both
0: the Democrats and the Republicans in the United States would absolutely agree on. Mm-hmm. Right? And
1: I'd just like to say, if
2: there was anybody involved in the you know Washington, D.C. events on January 6th that wanted something like this to happen, you obviously failed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, despite the fact that the Democrats would have you believe that this is what happened, that's what they want you. They to They want you yeah. to believe that what you're seeing in Sri Lanka is what happened on January 6th. If you take a look at just raw footage of the two events, you can see that one is basically I don't know a, a, a carnival in your local at your local was church, an unauthorized tour. Yes, and the other oh, one. no,
1: they took a podium that mm-hmm. they later returned.
2: The other one is definitely an insurrection.
1: An
0: uprising, for sure. Definitely. Uh, and it's pretty exciting to uh, to watch the footage of it happening. The yeah. uh, statement here, i got to give credit. Uh, this is from a Muslim channel on Twitter, at Majid Nawaz, M-A-A-J-I-D-N-A-W-A-Z. He says, the global uprising has begun. Video footage of Sri Lankan protesters taking over the president's residence in Colombo, coming soon to a country near you. And he says this in another yeah, post today. right. He says, forget what you've heard. I promise you, the overwhelming vast majority of Muslims are on your side against the imperial globalist cabal. Do not let divide and conquer win yet again.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they say about strange bedfellows. But hey, if you're if you're going to be my allies against the uh, the globalist empire, more power to you. And honestly, I'm really happy to see that this happened so soon because I was expecting a much worse and slower. Because like. Y- I've been paying attention to how like these people are not getting food. And, okay, what do you think is going to happen? Well, there's going to be food riots, and eventually this was going to happen. I'm really glad this is happening now instead of, like, a long, drawn-out, like, okay, let's not riot yet. Let's just have lots more of us starving to death in the streets first, and then we'll Mm. get angry about it. Well, let's just take a look
2: at the timeline. In 2009, the country's civil war ended, so they had a civil war, you know, recently as 2008. Uh, in 2009 the civil war ended and the government turned its focus inwards to economic development stressing local production over sales or local production and sales over exports. 2019 significant tax cuts were introduced draining government revenues. 2020 the COVID-19 pandemic hit severely hurting Sri Lanka's tourism industry. Again basically their whole you know tourism I think was their number one mm-hmm. uh Uh, economic activity 2021 a ban on imported fertilizers was implemented to counter the depletion of the country's foreign currency reserves but a reliance on local organic fertilizers led to a crop failure and further reliance on food imports
1: so people starting to get hungry well and, and okay so you you wanted to ban bringing in fertilizers so that you could do more things locally okay now we're starving to death so mm. instead of bringing in fertilizer we have to bring in the finished project uh the finished product right. which right. is more expensive right. right april of
2: 2022 protests begin in colombo demanding president's uh resignation may 2022 Pro-government supporters attacked protesters, resulting in Prime Minister oh, God. Uh, Mahinda, I'm not going to pronounce the last name, stepping down. Hmm. Food inflation increased over 57%. This Wait, just, this was in May? May of this year. So that Prime
0: Minister stepped down. Right. And now another Prime Minister is, is stepping down.
2: June 2022, the IMF arrived in Sri Lanka to discuss a potential bailout.
0: Imagine wanting to be the next prime minister. Like, you are stepping into a powder keg. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't... Like, you'd yeah. have to be an insane... Demanding power in order to want to step into this position with all these people at literally at your front door.
1: I mean, watching. I, I, I could see myself wanting to, wanting that position. Be like, okay, I'm shutting all of these things that are keeping us from being successful down. Be great. All of the tariffs, they're over. All of this, it's over. What else do I need to cut? Right.
2: Uh, well, you need to adopt a stateless currency. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the other bit. That's how you prevent this from happening again. But we know that good men do not wish to govern other men. Yeah, they don't seek those offices. So the only type of person that they're going to get to step into this thing is going to be a horrible person. Right. Good
0: people are busy doing productive things, and politicians are not that
1: well and there's always some weird backroom deal some lobbyist somewhere that is a reason for why you are banning imports of uh, of fertilizers like th- they will sell it to the people of oh we're trying to become more locally sufficient uh, locally self-sufficient and that's never the actual reason the the actual reason is always some corrupt deal yeah and this is one of the uh, instances
2: A lot of folks will often look to government to solve their problems, and this is one of the many instances where there was a problem, the government in Sri Lanka
1: attempted to solve it, they exacerbated the problem, and now look at what's happened. And I wonder how many times they're going to have to repeat this before they start realizing, oh, It's not a matter of which people are in the government. It doesn't matter who you put in those offices. Yeah, uh, there was uh, I was listening to a thing about uh, the difference between a dictatorship and a totalitarian government. And uh, what the author was pointing out is that in a totalitarian government, it doesn't matter if you replace the people. It doesn't matter if you Mm -hmm. even behead the leader. It doesn't matter because a new head will grow in its place. Right. Like a hydra. Right. What you have, you have a a group of people that have this belief set, and as long as they are more connected to that set of beliefs than they are to other people, then there will always be a new emerging uh, figurehead for that belief set to centralize Mm -hmm. on. What needs to change is the ideas and the connections. Like The the solution for this is to connect to other people instead of connecting to these ideas and these mythologies and these nation-states.
0: This is one of the reasons why uh, the Free State Project is being protested so hard here in New Hampshire is because we're bringing new ideas to the table. The Mm -hmm. liberty activists that have migrated here, whether they be part of the Free State Project or they just came here just because they knew a libertarian migration was happening and, and working, mm-hmm. uh, are bringing new ideas to the table, and the status quo cannot handle it. All they can do is just lie, 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 and misinform people about what the Free State Project is uh, and what the, uh, the libertarian viewpoints are on things, because... They are acknowledging, and and there's going to be video coming out of the protests that happened here in Keene today. I've been working on it before the show tonight. Sure. Hopefully, I'll finish it later tonight. Uh, but you know, some of the things that were said were absolutely horrifying at this event. Uh, they are treating us as though we are you know insects, basically unwanted vermin. Uh, A very, very scary kind of Nazi-esque sounding
1: wording. Yeah, it reminds Uh, me of uh, Hitler's Table Talk. There was mm -hmm. a whole book about, like, what is this man actually like behind closed doors, like, in his own private life when he's talking about Mm -hmm. these people? And it wasn't hatred or anger of the Jews. It was just disgust Mm. because they were an infection. When your state has a motto, live free or die, I expect better.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, And so the more people we can get to move here, the more effective we're going to be at changing people's minds. That's ultimately what needs to happen.
2: I don't want to discount because there are a bunch of uh, you know New Hampshire people that were here well before the libertarians thought of they moving made this here. Place great. Who are on board yes. with freedom are on board with the philosophy of the life. We would have moved here if it weren't for those people. Right. Exactly. Uh,
0: there's more coming up here. The number 603-283- 6160. But yeah, we don't want to just keep changing the deck chairs around on the Titanic. We gotta change how people think about the idea of the state, and that is to say, they should get rid of it. Uh, more coming up in moments. You can join us on free talk live it's free talk live phones are open you can join us here live saturday show number 603 283 6160 That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian Beakless-Mountaineer.
2: And the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass is here. Don't forget, you can join us online over at
0: freetalklive.com. You can also join our co-host Mark Edge in real life coming up in October. He's going to be at the Free Cities Foundation's annual conference. It's called Liberty in Our Lifetime, happening in beautiful city of Prague. October 21st through the 23rd, they're going to be showcasing autonomous cities and intentional communities that are springing up around the world, offering opportunities for settlers to live freer lives. You can get your tickets at LifetimeLiberty.com. Use code FTL20 to save 20%. That's FTL, like Free Talk Live, 20. Uh, Save 20% on your tickets to Prague. For October 21st through the 23rd, Mark is going to be speaking there. Uh, they're going to have a conference theme of parallel structures for progress. And again, you save 20% by using code FTL20 at LifetimeLiberty.com. We hope that uh, you guys will be able to make it to that event.
2: If there's a bunch of people who are from Prague and they form a Prague rock band, are they just a band? Good
1: question. Or just a rock band? Yes.
2: So we've been
0: talking about protests uh, here tonight, pretty epic level stuff happening in Sri Lanka with hundreds of thousands of people taking over the governor's, uh, the president's house and the prime minister's house being set on fire. But that's not the only interesting uh, events happening in world protests. Uh, and Peekless here, you've been paying attention to what's been happening in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. The number's not as large as hundreds of thousands, but- Perhaps more effective in certain ways, farmers have decided mm. to take to the streets. And I,
2: I have a question real quick about the Netherlands. Why mm. why do they called Dutch when instead of Netherlanders? That's a good question. I, I don't know the answer. This it's, is a legitimate it, question. Because no, it, this like like always when people are like, the me. Dutch are doing this,
1: and I'm like, where are the okay, Dutch from Oh, is, the Netherlands, right. Yeah. So, since we're going to take this journey for just a second, okay, so uh, what we call Germany, they... You know, the people that live there, right. they call it Deutschland. Right, That's yes, right. Deutsch. And, and the language Sprekenzie that they Deutsch, speak there right. is Deutsch. Deutsch. Right. Hmm. But they're not Dutch. Right. That's madness. I know. Whereas in the Netherlands, they consider themselves Nederlanders. Right. Netherlanders. Right. Which is what I think they should be called. Because madness. that makes sense.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, there's uh, somebody's got
2: an answer on, on but, the old oh, internet. Okay. <laughs> Go Go <But>, figure. <laughs>
0: But unfortunately, they say, it's a long story. Uh, (laughs) Are you sitting comfortably? So maybe we'll review it during one of the breaks and see if we can boil it down. But okay, Uh, so the Niederlander farmers... Yeah, so they're mad about something. What's oh, yeah. going on?
1: Well, so uh, as you may well have noticed, the whole like uh, uh, ESG madness and all of that? this like hyper environmentalism. What is ESG? So ESG is uh, environmental, social, and governance ratings. Mm-hmm. And uh, in order to keep these uh, these ratings, a lot of companies have had to change their uh, their way of doing things. Who does the rating? Um, it's it's an intensely corrupt process. I but can who tell is you it? that. Is much. it the UN or uh, no? It's uh, it's, it's companies, but it's it's uh, it's all it's always this public-private partnership stuff. Huh. So it's like half company, half state stuff. Mm. And, uh, the, and the reason, of course, that it matters is that you have things like BlackRock where it's like, uh, again, a public-private partnership thing and they have a whole bunch of investors money, not their own money, mind you, but they will only put that investors money if you have a good ESG rating. I see. And of course it's completely backwards where like, oh, you make electric cars? Well, you don't. Don't get an ESG rating. Oh, you make <sighs> bombs. You do get a good ESG oh, yeah. rating. I remember
0: I saw uh, Elon Musk complaining mm-hmm. about this.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, this has been just a huge general trend uh, worldwide. And, and a, a lot of this has really uh, ended up uh, sparking in, in the Netherlands. So they, they passed a whole bunch of stuff where, uh, oh, OK, you, you farmers. Well, your cows have just made too much ammonia. Just too much ammonia, which, is as we covered uh, recently, like, ammonia, that's that's how you get fertilizer, which is what you need for crops. Like, it is so precious that, like, in, for example, uh, North Korea, you are required to collect your own urine because of the ammonia that it contains can be used for crops. But anyway, mm. uh, your, your cows have produced too much ammonia and too much nitrate— Again, fertilizer. So what they've done is they've said, okay, you need to cut down the number of uh, of your cattle by like a third. Whoa. Yeah. And as you might imagine, like running a business you are kind of on your margins like Mm -hmm. okay i make this much i spend this much so you kind of keep within you know that as your basis and like if you make more than that then you kind of have to well you have an opportunity to expand Mm -hmm. and if you make less than that you have to contract so like they they're going along like this and then suddenly oh you have one third of your crop that's all you're allowed to grow Well, guess what that means? That means that they have to sell off like a third of their farm just to keep their head above water, which is the reason that this was done in the first place, because all of the all of. All of the people who are uh, putting this legislation through are uh, corrupt up to their eyeballs in in uh, development companies. So the development companies will buy up this farmland that is in sort of like the near suburb areas. Right. Mm -hmm. Then they'll develop that, which, of course, that's better. You know, that's better for the environment that we turn that into residential zones and things Mm. like that. Oh, malls. and it sure is better for their taxes mm-hmm, they right. can collect a lot more taxes by turning that into residential areas than from leaving it as farmland okay so
2: i've been seeing uh some memes regarding the the dutch farmers the netherlands and the memes are something along the lines of uh you know marvin hemeyer and the uh uh, what's the name of his the killdozer right you know right, he, right. he encased it in uh you know uh, metal and concrete and so it's basically a take on that where they have the farmer's tractors encased in what appears to be the same thing that the mm-hmm. killdozer built and saying like marvin hemeyer was 1.0 the dutch are 2.0 so how mm. uh, what is going on
1: to make that even a possible meme so th- this has been like a long time coming and it hasn't been it hasn't been covered by the mainstream media at all. But so this started out they sort of took a, a playbook from uh or sorry a, a page from the playbook of the Canadian truckers We're like okay, so we're getting screwed. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh surround the the supermarkets or the distribution centers that are distributing the food that we send in and, and that'll be our protest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they take these tractors in and just make it hard to get in, hard to get out. Um, But it's just been escalating and escalating. So, you know, it started out as this nice sort of peaceful thing where they just make it difficult and annoying Mm -hmm. and... It did not go well from there. So, like, the the police started, like, randomly shooting at them. Mm. Uh, I've seen the footage where, like, so there's this tractor just, you know, driving along, makes a turn, and there's these police there. And then the, the police, like, after it makes the turn, so it's going away from them, and then the police just start shooting at them. Wow. Just start shooting at the tra- the tractor in the middle of traffic. This is pretty recent, right? Yeah, uh, the, uh, I I can pull it up. But and then like seven hours later, they're like, okay, well, fine. So they end up sh- the the farmers end up shipping in a Sherman tank. Ah, uh, okay, uh, all right. We're going to continue
0: talk about what's happening in the Netherlands. And by the way, a quick answer to the question of why are they called Dutch and not Netherlands. Uh, Apparently the English misnamed them. Uh, The people from the Netherlands were the first Germanic people the English encountered when they crossed the North Sea. And the kingdom of the Netherlands didn't exist in the form that it is now. So it wasn't that strange to call those people Deutsch. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. You can bring up whatever you want at 603 We're talking about uh, massive protests that are happening from as far away as Sri Lanka to the Netherlands, where farmers have been protesting, I think, for the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, it feels like a couple of weeks, but according to a report here at Euro Weekly News, the protests began on Sunday the 3rd, so not... Not as long ago as I uh, had thought, so just okay. about a week. But they've had a huge impact, and this is all coming out of some ridiculous regulations that these farmers are being subjected to. By the way, with you in the studio tonight, it's Ian, Peekless Mountaineer, and the captain. So, Peekless, you were telling us uh, this has something to do with ESG, mm-hmm. and that stands for what again? Uh, environmental, Social, and Governance and they're basically telling these farmers and other businesses that you have to reduce the use of xyz mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah, fertilizer it's, it, it's just been this this fundamental shift in the uh, the corporate culture, basically, mm-hmm. where, I mean, just the entire like climate change uh, belief system has been ramping up uh, like nothing we've seen before. And one of the effects of this is that in the Netherlands, they said, OK, well, you have to reduce the number of cattle that you have by a third. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, apparently they've blocked the supermarket distribution points, which you
0: mentioned. They uh, have also spread manure, which is one of the more amusing videos.
1: Not <laughs> yeah. to be
2: confused with the cryptocurrency Manuro.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if you spread that. Yeah, I'm not sure what
0: so what kind of trucks they were using to spray the manure, but that they were just like painting these cops there were like rows of cops that were out at wherever location Where's the this footage was. of that it's out there
1: i gotta i've find seen it. it on the social media <laughs> right i gotta find J- this just for pure personal entertainment i mean yeah. like
2: this is the new tar and feather am i wrong <laughs>
0: Ooh, yeah. that is a very yeah. good point so what else uh, have you observed about this peakless mountaineer what's going well, on
1: so um so yeah on the uh, it was on the fifth that i saw the the footage of like just like Trying to gun down these people who are driving by in a tractor from the police, mm-hmm. and then a couple hours later, they they like ship in a, a Sherman tank uh, to deal with this. So I mean, this has been like hardcore escalating. Wait, wait, wait. I
0: thought you said the protesters
1: got a Sherman yes, tank. yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That well, uh-huh. I mean. The, the police already have tanks, yeah. as you are well and personally so aware. So the protesters
0: said, if you're going to shoot at us, we've got to have some armor. Right. Let's bring
1: a tank in. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, their their police have been just as militarized as ours, where, mm-hmm. like, uh, all of this old military equipment or, you know... All that kind of, uh, you know, uh, anti-improvised explosive device stuff, uh, you know, tanks and tanks Mm -hmm. uh, all get shipped out to all of the police everywhere. So they've been, you know, militarizing themselves uh, both physically and mentally so yeah the the police just start shooting at people trying to drive off in their tractors well, that's the only the only
0: tool the cops have, right? The only tool the state has is violence. That's it's all they know,
1: either the
2: threat of it or the use of it. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what it comes down to. People yeah. don't want to believe that the people on the left, for instance, like the folks that I was talking with out there, they don't want to see the violence inherent in the system, but it's there
2: it's there, and it's been there the whole time, mm-hmm. and it's not going away and in fact, if you can find a piece of the state that does not use the threat or the actual deployment of violence, uh, please give us a call, 603-283-6160.
0: Well, there are certain state agencies that receive taxpayer money, meaning stolen funds, but they're not the ones doing the actual stealing. So if you want, I could say... The National Weather Service.
2: I mean, it's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? It's the three degrees of governance, Mm -hmm. right? If your department is funded by theft, there's violence in that theft. Right. Sure. I'm
0: just saying that department would be able to say to your question, well, we didn't do it. You know, we're just taking the money.
2: Actually, you did. You participated in it. Okay. Does that mean that you
0: participate in it if you get a tax
2: refund? No, that's just my change back.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I got stolen from slightly less. Yeah. Now, if uh, if on the other hand, you are receiving money from the government, like here, for example, a grant, mm-hmm. a government grant, then yes, you are yeah. absolutely party to the theft if, if uh, you're, of other people's money.
2: A, a friend of mine uh, got mad at me for this because uh, they work for uh, a large city, but a small you know, a suburb of the city, mm-hmm. their parks department, and okay. I was like... Your paycheck is derived from theft. Yes. How it do you feel That's about that? How do you feel about right and like they never rah, thought rah, about rah, that rah, rah, before? Yeah, and they were like, no, just stop that. I work for that partner, Blah blah blah. And I'm like. Where does your money come from? Well, it comes from the city, and where does the city get it? Well, they tax people, and what is taxation? Blah 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 blah. And sure. if somebody doesn't pay their taxes, uh, they get thrown in a cage, right? Uh, well, of course they do. And like, and if they refuse to be thrown in the cage, well, what happens? Well, they probably get shot.
0: I want to go to the phones here? We got John on the line in Delaware. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Uh,
6: yeah, I just wanted to make a quick comment about the whole E get uh, E. What is it? EKG. The ESG. 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 Yeah, yeah. isn't it crazy how, like, everything that these people do, it, like, takes away our liberties more and more? That's, Mm -hmm. like, the most non-liberty thing I've ever heard of in my whole entire life. And people don't, like, know about forgiveness anymore. It's like, Mm -hmm. can you ever forgive anybody for anything? And who the hell are you to sit up on your pedestal, like, you're so perfect, and you don't do things behind closed doors Mm -hmm. that you probably don't want us to know about? We're all human beings. We all have flaws. We all have mistakes that we made. I think we ought to just move on and, and and take the whole EKG thing and throw that thing in the garbage immediately.
1: Yeah, my favorite version of the absolute absence of forgiveness has been the, hey, you said this thing on Twitter five years ago. Hmm. And it's oh, like, yeah. well, oh. that, that was an acceptable word to use five years ago. It was recently that we changed. Oh, Too bad we're canceling like you. Oh,
6: yeah. Oh, that's a good one. You can do that one right on the head, man. Yeah, it's getting crazy. You know, the, the definition of liberty, I mean, we have a statute we call our liberty is, you know, it's to be free in a society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority, the government, on one's way of life, beliefs, behaviors, religious or political views. But what they're going to do, they're going to start using that against us as mm-hmm. a weapon of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's the opposite of liberty, man. This place is falling apart. <laughs>
1: well, and, and It can't about, happen fast enough. Yeah, and the thing about no, all I, of this... No,
6: uh, I hear you, man. I hear you, bro.
1: Thanks, John, for the call tonight. I appreciate right. it. Well, and the thing about all of this environmental stuff, I mean, it, it is a very thinly veiled method of control. That's all it is. So, like, oh, carbon. We want to control your carbon. Well, it turns out literally every breath you take is contributing to <laughs> right. carbon, so you, if you actually want to control my carbon output, then you literally want to control my every breath and that's actually the truth behind this stuff because if you see how it is all implemented it is always a system of control and as you will see moving forward they are trying to put forward sort of a a bio environmental security state yes so that in order for your own good of course to protect your health it's about safety yeah for your mm-hmm. safety we yeah. have to govern absolutely every single thing that you
0: do well they used to say the old saying used to be if it moves tax it but you you know, when you're breathing, you're moving, so mm-hmm. now if it mm-hmm. breathes, tax it, right?
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, uh, control of carbon, you mean literally every breath, mm-hmm. because that's what it is. What gets me is
2: the the lack of number of people who uh, want to keep what they earn. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's just sort of like, well, they take taxes, so I guess I, I guess I only get half.
0: Yeah. Well, most people feel like they
1: can't well, do What anything are you gonna about do the, the old saying is, you can't fight City Hall. That's what they say. Well, guess what? They fought City Hall in Sri Lanka. They sure did. <laughs> yeah, and and the whole, well, what are you going to do? Actually, um, I have a complete alternative to their entire system of money, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use that. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Well, it's a nice thing about that is that you don't have to ask anyone's permission to do that. You right. don't have to convince a government to change. And no know. one can stop me. Well, I mean, they have their ways, but... Yeah, it's hard to know that people are using cryptocurrency. It's hard for governments to really put a clamp down on that. So there's more coming up here. The number is 603-283-6160. You can join us. Whether you want to talk about this ESG stuff, what's happening with the farmers over there in the Netherlands, or you can bring up whatever's on your mind here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, Live Saturday show. You can join us here. Phones are open at 603-283-6160. Bring up whatever you want to discuss. We've been talking overarching discussion has been about protests. Uh, from Sri Lanka to the Netherlands, where farmers in the Netherlands are uh, blocking food distribution centers, spraying police and government buildings apparently with manure. And that's pretty entertaining. Uh, apparently, some of the cops got a little angry about it and shot at the
1: uh, protesters recently. Mm. So we got on the on the fifth. I believe that was before they started spreading manure. But I, have I think to it was double after. Check. I feel like well, yeah, we should double check that.
0: But uh, I feel like I saw the manure photos a few days ago. But oh, yeah? then again, that would have been probably the fifth by now. So. You might be right. Uh, We're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. Uh, Let's talk first to Robert in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Robert.
7: Yes, I I just wanted to say that, you know, I I don't see how people come into contact and adversarial contact with with government agents and police so so frequently, Um, you know, that that you You don't uh, see
0: how that happens.
1: No, I mean, the, the police, basically, they want to have a peaceful life. So do all the other. Officials. That's fundamentally yeah. untrue. Like if the people, well, if the police wanted a peaceful life, then they would not enforce tyrannical dictates against peaceful people.
0: Right. They would go about only stopping crimes with a victim, breaking up fights, In, you know, investigating arsons, investigating murders, but instead they spend the bulk of their day pulling over peaceful people for going over some arbitrary speed limit or targeting marijuana smokers or teenagers with uh, with alcohol or cigarettes or whatever and trying to ruin people's lives.
2: They spend their time going after people for crimes where there is no party that has been harmed, whether it's property or person. And when they do that, that makes them an adversary. And that's how you get all this adversarial contact. There's a term that maybe back in the day used to be associated with police that is completely untrue. And that is the term peacekeeper.
8: Mm-hmm. Police peace do, not,
2: peace, they, they do not keep any peace at all. In fact, they prevent oh. peace.
7: You see what the police are doing when they do those kinds of things is they're basically making pocket change for the local communities by giving out tickets for going. No, they're
2: generating
1: revenue. They're generating revenue. They're They're stealing. stealing. They're not making money. See, if I were to make money, I would provide a good or service voluntarily, and then you would give me money. That would be me making money.
0: Yeah, this is straight up extortion uh, under the threat of violence because when a police officer issues you a ticket, well, you don't see the violence because he usually doesn't put the butt of a gun right up against your skull when he gives it to you. But he's got the gun and you know, or at least most people who are relatively intelligent understand that if they don't show up in court or pay the fine –
1: then there's going to be more police officer who are going to be looking for them, who or will in then my, kidnap them. Or in my case, I wish they would give me an opportunity to go to court. But instead of a, an opportunity to go to court, they just steal my car. Mm.
7: Well, you know something. Most of the time, I'm sure they would just send you a little bill in the mail. It was a little higher than the first
1: bill. If you don't pay that last bill, and then what but happens I think- when I don't play? When I don't pay that? I think
7: it would take a very, very, very long time before they actually showed up at your door with a gun. What, two uh, weeks? And, and a month? Um, but they
2: do, in fact, I, eventually show up at your door with a gun. And if you refuse to go with them, they purport the authority to end your life for said ticket.
7: I doubt that they would do that for a ticket. I seriously you
2: don't I understand
0: the system and how it works. What you mis- misunderstood was that if you don't go with them, you didn't pay attention to when uh, the captain said that part of it, if they come to your door with guns over the unpaid ticket and you say, oh, no, thanks, I didn't agree to your ticket, I don't agree to your system, have a nice day, we don't want your services, they are going to pound your door in and use the maximum level of violence to take you into custody. If that doesn't involve shooting you, it certainly will involve some amount of violence so they can then put you in handcuffs and take you to their prison facility. And you're
7: fine with that, Robert. I, I, I you know, something, I, I can't even imagine that. That's, I know, that's how, you just how, can't even you imagine. You also
1: can't even imagine not paying a ticket like right, it is unimaginable to you that so the government obedient. would tell you to do something and you not do it you're the perfect surf you do whatever it is you're told
0: to do because you understand at some level whether you know it consciously or not that that is going to make your life as simple as possible that if you you know if you don't stand up to these people they will for the most part leave you alone that's what you believe right
7: you know something if i didn't like a law i would have it changed it which law don't you like I I have, there's no law that I don't like. Wow. There's no law that I don't like. You are
0: so thoughtless and unaware that you can't even pick one law of the God knows how many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them that exist in the United States. You can't even find one that you want to see changed. That's how obedient and how much of a bootlicker you are.
7: In Germany, one time I saw a little bit of a law that I didn't like, and I mentioned it to my uh, Strafrecht professor, which means criminal law professor. He grunted a little bit. And you know something? The next time I looked at that law book, that law had been changed.
0: Wow. All you had to do was talk to a
1: professor? That's amazing. Absolutely. Why don't Apparently, you go back yeah, to Germany? Yeah. Apparently, Robert's a real mover and a shaker. Well, he's the got the contacts, <laughs> he knows the people. It was not intentional. My professor grunted. <laughs> the law was changed. Well, like let me let me give you an example. So, uh, do you agree with uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned?
7: Um, I, I I I'm against abortion, so uh, yeah. So
1: you were against that law when it was in place.
7: Yeah, but I mean, I so you I, I,
1: didn't I, I, like that law. So you can find a law a that you decision, don't like, not a law, but yeah.
7: I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I, you know, I didn't even think about it. I mean, it, 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 to, to me, I'm not right. I'm not, you, you I'm
1: couldn't not. even imagine, like choosing to have a personal opinion on a law as to whether it's good or bad. The, the, it's the law, therefore it must be good.
7: Well, you know something. In, in my and in, in the society in which i was brought up which is german and italian primarily and also jewish to some degree um we never got involved with the system we we, we had our own fam familial systems and 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 we never called the police we ironed everything out ourselves we, and if
0: that's we good because if you the- call the police they're likely to kill somebody or possibly shoot your dog
1: <laughs> and i do think that that is a much better way of dealing with problems is to iron them out yourself as individuals, as families, if you have family ties with uh, the people that uh, that you have troubles with,
0: were you just laughing there at the idea of the police killing uh, family members or dogs? If police don't.
7: I've never seen a policeman do something like Go
0: that. Go look it up online. Do you have oh, the internet? Act? Wow. Do you have internet access? Yeah,
1: type in "police kills dog." <laughs> I can't. I can't. Well, you know something? There There's an, an 30- unbelievable storage of footage of police shooting See, dogs. And, and
2: this is the wall that we run into when talking mm-hmm. to people. It's that we'll tell people something. They we don't will, believe we will cite the evidence that exists. We will tell them where to go to find the evidence. They won't do it. And, and they won't do it. They, they're just in such a state of denial that this is how reality is mm-hmm. as opposed to what, what he's thinking that they won't even bother to go and look. Well, sure. Do you
7: do you know how rare that must be for a policeman to shoot a dog?
1: <laughs> no, sir. Uh, it's one of you would be uh, surprised. I'm pretty sure it happens literally every day. There's a whole website somewhere that tracks in the United it. States.
0: There's a website that tracks how often dogs are shot by police and in which states. Uh, and it's they have no shortage of content, Robert. You just you I don't want to believe. It's
1: literally it. standard practice. If they find a do dog put- when they're when they're uh, breaking into your home they will shoot it like there's they there's can. no question a like lot of them it, do. they are trained that like they they do the threat assessment i mean you might get away with a tiny dog but like Usually they see a dog, they shoot it, that's what they're trained to do because it might be a threat, it might stop them from breaking into your home.
0: It's cognitive dissonance in action here where you can tell somebody a thing is true and they will simply disbelieve it and they won't look it up as you're saying, Captain, simply because they don't want to prove their position wrong. They don't want to assist in their own uh, you know, proving their, their mistake. I mean, because no one wants to admit to having been wrong. It's a hard thing to do for human beings. And so, Very Robert, true. are you going to look this up, or are you just going to hang up the phone and go about your usual Saturday evening life and just completely ignore everything we've said?
7: My usual Saturday evening life is on, I'm a news and information junkie. I know things that thousands of people All right, well, then go
0: to... and look up the news but about he's... the police right. shooting dogs and just start there. And then maybe you'll find some news about the police shooting innocent humans. Mm -hmm. And maybe you'll find some of the news about the police arresting peaceful people for things like possession of a plant or possession of an inert chemical
1: or whatever. Well, and he he sort of outlined the the fundamental distinction. So in one way, you have a person relating to an idea, to a nation, to a group, Mm -hmm. and that's what gives him his subservience. In a completely different way, you have people connecting to each other like in a family system.
2: Puppysidedb.com. PuppysideDB.com.
0: Thank you for that, Captain. And thank you, Robert, for the call tonight. I hope you will look at something new. We got more on the way. Hour three is coming up, and you can join us here. It's Free Talk Live.
4: Free Talk Live.
0: We're kicking off the third hour of the program. Whether you want to comment on the farmers in the Netherlands doing a very effective protest, locking down some of the distribution centers, spraying manure on police and government buildings. Very interesting stuff happening there. With you tonight, it's Ian. Biglis
2: Mountaineer. And the captain. Also the people
0: of Sri Lanka uprising and basically throwing the prime minister and the president out by setting one of their houses on fire and taking over the other and you know, just doing with hundreds of thousands of protesters. Interesting stuff happening all across the planet right now, but also interesting, your phone calls. The number 603-283-6160. Captain, you had something you wanted to add in here about the conversation uh, regarding shooting dogs. The police, our last caller, couldn't believe that the police would shoot a dog ever at all but he would say he and said then, that okay even if well they it's got to be rare it's got to be ha- hardly ever happens and we said well there's a website that tracks this stuff but none of the three of us in the studio really had any kind of numbers we weren't prepared you know we just it's open phones we didn't knew know that we were going to be
1: happen. talking about police shooting dogs today
0: but you looked it up captain and it turns out it's way more often than i even i would have imagined
2: mm-hmm. so john whitehead is a prolific uh, libertarian style writer mm-hmm. uh this is from overtoncountynews.com it is at estimated that a dog is shot by a police officer every 98 minutes wow the department of justice so this is government's own numbers Mm -hmm. the department of justice estimates that at least 25 dogs are killed
1: by police every day so that's more than every hour so during this program at least three dogs have been shot by police killed he Shop, said, "Killed, killed. yeah." Because there's probably dogs that get
2: shot
0: and, and they, you know, they shot might make that. it.
2: Yeah. Uh, the website that I mentioned, uh, PuppySideDB.com, uh, they're apparently an old website. You might get an mm. error if you go there. The site is still up, but apparently they're not functional anymore. However, you got to use www, and you yeah. can't use the secure link. And, uh, anyway, however, that project, the PuppySide Database project, has estimated the number of dogs being killed by police to be closer to 500 dogs a day instead of the department of justice's numbers of what? 25.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So which somewhere translates in between. which so it's translates to less than an hour and 3 minutes. That
2: mm-hmm. translates to 182,000 dogs per year. That's the size of like a medium city. That's yeah. insane. What Manchester's what? 150,000, 100,000, something yeah, like that? Out of that okay, yeah. 125. So, I think. so that that many Manchester, New Hampshire, that many dogs exterminated every, every
1: year, year. Every year. By police. Amazing. Yeah, I was like, "Am I am I right? Is it at least one a day?" It's like, no, it's got to be. It's like am one I an right? hour at am least. I, no, no, it's it's nothing. So small as a dog every single day. Let's go to your phone
0: calls here. Uh, we're going actually to Medi in Canada. You're on Free Talk Live, Medi.
9: Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind, how's it going, guys? So um, a while ago, uh, there was a, a document that was produced not by the uh, uh, the state, but by actually technically the Federal Reserve, that uh, was a public quote unquote the first public thing they publicized uh, what they what they thought about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I believe I don't know if it's what they thought about it. I forget, but something about
0: cryptocurrency. When you say the Federal Reserve, and, are you talking about the United States Federal Reserve or the equivalent in yes. Canada?
9: No, the United States Federal Reserve. Okay, but the, the but Canada is because you did find out Canada is uh, in Kahoot, not cahoots is working with. Uh, I think it was MIT, you looked it up at the time, uh, that is also investigating cryptocurrencies or central okay. digitized currency. So anyways, so uh, there's a, a arm of the, uh, of the state now that has uh, seen, that has given a contract to a company called Trail of Bits. For any of your uh, listeners that want to know, you can Google it. The, t- the, the title is, it's a 26 PDF page, the blockchains, are, are, bo- are blockchains decentralized? mark and then it, and then a the subtitle unintended centralities in distributed ledgers and it was just released June 2022 so it's it's recent okay uh, you know w- within the last couple of weeks it says distribution statement A approved for public release distribution unlimited and uh, a, a lot of it I don't understand but if the listeners or you guys understand uh, can I just read the executive summary just part of it it's like a okay. couple of paragraphs over the past year. Trail of bits was engaged by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency DARPA, DARPA to investigate the extent to which blockchains are truly decentralized. Hmm. We focused primarily on the two most popular blockchains, Bitcoin and Ethereum. We also investigated proof of stake or PoS blockchains hmm.
1: and they are a PoS
9: Byzantine fault tolerant consensus protocols in general mm-hmm. this report provides a high level summary of results from the academic literature as well as our novel research on software centrality and the topology of the bitcoin consensus network for an excellent academic study with a deeper technical discussion we were recommend the work of say atal and then they give like a uh, what's like um, number one like you know like a reference and at the back their references and stuff mm-hmm. and they have like certain key findings like they say something that I that I wasn't aware of, of all Bitcoin traffic, it says 60% traverses just three ISPs. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, that's what they, these guys found here. Well, I and- mean, that's
2: basically the cable companies, right? There's very few uh, in the United States. I think there's really two, maybe mm-hmm. three cable companies. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, ISPs uh- are basically a cartel at this point. Ah,
9: so uh, there you go. So they have that, and then they said, uh, when nodes have an out-of-date or incorrect view of the network, this lowers the percentage, I don't know what this means, of the hash rate necessary to execute a standard 51% attack. Moreover, Moreover, only the nodes operated by mining pools need to be degraded to carry out such an attack. For example, during the first half of 2021, The actual cost of a 51% attack on Bitcoin was closer to 49% of the hash rate. I don't know how significant that is, but it's up and below 50, so I think that might be significant. So they don't give an
0: estimate of what that would cost, because as I understand it, there's a lot of money being poured into mining Bitcoin, so you'd have to spend quite a bit uh, to attack fifty-one yeah. percent or forty-nine percent, either way of mm-hmm. uh, the network, it would be very expensive, and that's why you don't see people
1: doing it. Uh, you can do it yeah. with the smaller coins very cheaply. Yeah, by you, comparison. you also don't even see the governments doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, basically, they haven't done an effective fifty-one percent attack because you can't. I mean, if the governments could knock Bitcoin out, they would. They would have. I know, yeah. especially the U.S. government. But it yeah. sounds like they're
0: trying to figure out if they can, and mm-hmm. that's the point of this whole uh, research paper,
1: Yeah, right? and, and DARPA.
9: And it's mm-hmm. DARPA, they're the top edge or whatever, right? And they're releasing it publicly. Like, I wonder how many other companies, or not companies, how many other arms of the state also are, you know, how this is factoring in, this new blockchain technology. Can I just read the conclusions of this? Sure. This is a paragraph. Yeah, it's interesting. In this report, we identified several scenarios in which blockchain immutu... Immu- immu- uh immutu... Two- whatever immutability i
0: think like
9: security yeah is called into question not by exploring cryptographic vulnerabilities but instead by subverting the properties of a blockchain's implementation networking or consensus protocol like you're saying it's isps it's other things outside of actual cryptography hmm. a subset of a blockchain's participants can garner excessive centralized control over the entire system a majority of Bitcoin nodes have significant incentives to behave dishonestly. And in fact, there, are no, there is no known way to create any permissionaries, permissionless bo- blockchain that is impervious to malicious nodes without having a TTP. I don't know what TTP stands for. It's a computer thing. We, uh, we, we provided updated data on the uh, Na- Nakamoto coefficient. So it's uh, for numerous blockchains and proposed a new metric for blockchain centrality based on nodes, topological influence on consensus. And Nakamoto coefficient well, is basically the closer it is to one, the more centralized the thing is. Whatever they're measuring.
1: Yeah. So, so, so the problem with uh, attacking this from the side, as they're suggesting, is that the net, the network would then adapt to that change. So, like, if you took down uh, uh, the three the three servers that are the, the three ISPs that are doing all of this, okay, well that means that suddenly it's a lot cheaper to mine. So a lot more nodes in a lot of other places will come online and start mining because it's uh, it's a market response.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting though, Mehdi, and thank you for uh, the call tonight. I, I do appreciate bringing up that they're you know they're trying to figure out how to take this stuff oh, yeah. down.
1: Yeah, DARPA is the ones trying to look mm-hmm.
0: at this. Didn't they create the internet back in the day? Kind someplace? of. Uh, so we got more coming up here, and you can join us as well. Whether you want to talk about puppy side, massive protests globally, the cops, whatever's on your mind. Talk live Phones are open here. at Live Saturday show continuing. You can bring up whatever you want at 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian, the Mountaineer,
2: and the Reverend Captain Kickass is here.
0: Uh, we're going to go into more of your calls and thoughts, and maybe there's more to say about the protests. Otherwise, there's plenty in the news to discuss here tonight. Of course, you can bring up anything you want.
2: Is contest the opposite of protest?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Uh, we go to your calls and thoughts. So we got Major Payne on the line in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live.
4: Well, con- Congress and progress are definitely vice-versa. I don't know about there you the You go. one. There. Um, That's the is it one. still Look,
1: progress has, if I have it in Prague? Ooh, it's just grass. Right?
4: I believe so, yes. Okay. Anyway, the guy that could not believe that the cops would shoot a dog. Yeah,
0: right. yeah that guy. Okay.
4: There, there was a uh, an old movie I remember, and there was a big bully Mexican kid, and there was a little weenie white kid, and he was getting picked on. And uh, the big bully kid come over. He, he told him, he says, I'm going to come over to your house. I know where you live. He says, you don't come out, I'm going to eat your dog. What movie was this? I don't remember. This was like probably 30 years ago or better I saw this movie. Hmm. I cannot remember. It bugs me still to this day. But anyway, um, it's like this guy never met a cop or the schoolyard bully.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, he'd probably also be, uh, you know... Taken aback to learn that the schoolyard bully has become the cop.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it, it really does emphasize the the difference in in uh, information base. Because, like, I have viewed footage of like a dog being shot for absolutely no reason whatsoever by police too many times. Yeah, and not not one normal. of those like, oh, we're invading your house and we want to not get bit because that might be not a good reason, but there is a reason for mm-hmm. it.
4: There was a sheriff up here in Alpena County during the 50s and 60s. He used to drive around and shoot cats out of his car all
6: day. Wow. Just laugh about it, you know.
0: That's but, just the uh, kind of people that you're talking about. I mean, that's th- th- this job attracts a certain type of individual. I'm not saying it's true for all cops. Because I think some of them do get into it for good reasons, but it certainly does attract the psychos and the uh, the sickos.
2: And sometimes a, a guy gets into it for noble reasons or noble intent and becomes the psycho as a mm-hmm. result of being employed by a system based on violence. And being surrounded by them.
0: Major, anything else? Go it,
4: ahead. It, the same thing happens in politics.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's go to David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. David.
10: Yeah, I had oh, Captain, what is that word again?
2: Mm, What word? Neposestuous?
10: That's the one. Neposestuous. New Mexico judges, court system, legal system. That one, yes. Government. Um, I had last uh, uh, made the inquiry of the listening public, especially in New Mexico, especially if they're in government. Um as to the veracity of a reliable reliably sourced uh, piece of information, which uh, was true or not, whether and sub- which I subsequently researched on the internet, and you can actually find on the internet from reliable sources on the internet uh, news notes uh, to the effect uh, uh, supporting the uh, allegation that a sitting judge, in this case Tommy Jewell, was having, an affair uh, while he, on his, his wife, who's also a judge, Angela Jewell, who trafficked my children. There's a, but there's a second piece that I wanted, all these years I've been wanting to verify, and the listening public in New Mexico, especially in New Mexico government that nepocestuous, uh, can answer this question. Um, there was also an allegation from a reliable source that the same uh, couple, uh, Judge Tommy Jewell, and Judge Angela Jewell. Oh, and Tommy Jewell is once again holding a public position. That is why this is newsworthy, because Tommy Jewell is now on a sheriff's advisory board in Bernalillo County. Um, and, and so I still have that question, Tommy and Angela Jewell. Um, uh, there, there was a case that came before you, I am told, uh, where a husband and a wife were divorcing with children, and you did the custody thing, things, Angela Jewell. And um, what the, the couple ended up having to sell their house, as often happens when people divorce, because mm-hmm. they need to pay tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars to the lawyers sure. that are representing them. And this house allegedly ended up being purchased by Tommy and Angela Jewell. It huh. was lost. And I need wow. To clarify, Couldn't possibly I mean, Angela... be a
1: conflict of interest there.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Just to clarify, maybe I missed what you said. Was one of the Jewels overseeing that case, or was it one of their buddy judges that shuffled it over no. to me? No.
10: It was Angela Jewel, as the story was narrated to me from a reliable wow. source, and I'm trying to confirm it.
0: Interesting. Well, David, uh, what do you want to give out, an email address or something? How else are you going to get in... You're, you're...
10: Yeah, like people can. Con- I'm, I don't hide anything. My name is uh, David Olson in New Mexico. I'm David Olson three 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 everywhere on the internet, including at Gmail.
0: All right, there you go, David. Thanks for the call tonight. Uh, maybe somebody will get back to him about that. Who knows? Not a surprise though. A totally
2: believable story. Like, oh yeah. The more that that guy reveals about his case and about the people involved with it, and I mean, if that is not just the largest illustration. Of corruption in the family courts. I don't know what is.
0: Yeah. You know, speaking of the court system, of course, there's been a whole lot of hubbub recently over the Supreme Court in the United States. Uh, there was the Roe versus Wade decision that overturned that longstanding uh, opinion by the Supreme Court. And when this information came out, of course, it was couched in the, the language of, Oh, well, the Supreme Court's just upholding states' rights. The Supreme Court's just simply saying, devolve the decision to the state level, which is where it belongs. And Mm -hmm. from that perspective, I thought that was the right decision to make. Mm -hmm. And I'm somebody who is pro-choice.
1: I think that, you know, it's your body. Do what you want with it. You know, I've been pro-choice my whole life. And when I found out the specifics of what the Roe v. Wade thing was, I'm like, that's paper thin. That is a terrible way to do this. Like, I I knew this was a bad decision. I agreed with the outcome, Mm -hmm. but I I thought this was an absolutely terrible way to get there. Like, that's not—there's no firm foundation there. Well—
0: And as it turns out, despite all the talk about states' rights, the Republicans are now showing their true colors, because this isn't about states' rights. It's about control, just their version of control instead Mm. of the Democrats. The stories from Como News, which you're probably familiar with. K-O-M-O, yeah. Yeah. Como News. The first time I
2: moved to Seattle and we turned on the television, uh, a friend of mine uh, who is... uh, yeah, you know, he you'd probably consider him like anti-gay mm. at this point. He turns on the TV and he sees this newscast by Como K O M O News, and he goes, "Oh, great, Homo News! <laughs> they even got their own television station out here,
0: right?" <laughs> they uh, guess what? They, according to this story out of Washington, Republicans, if they win the federal, you know, uh, enough of a majority in the midterms or whatever, they may be passing a new law which would restrict abortion at the federal level. House my Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy from California is likely to become House Speaker in a Republican majority said he's committed to, quote, saving every life possible,
2: unquote, in a news conference after the Supreme Court ruling. First of all, that's a horrible idea. Saving every life possible. I mean— there's something to be said about, you know, the week dying off and that kind the of a Darwin thing. Awards. Yeah, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing.
1: Yes. I said it before, I'll say it again. I knew it was coming. The right is turning against liberty just as they as the left has like reached its apex and started to of swing course back. They are. And they haven't even they
0: haven't even won the election yet. They're right. just they're trying to attract those voters, right? Hey, you want to crack down on all those states that have more abortion options and more access? Well, just put us into office. We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here on our number 603-283-6160. That allows you to call in bring up whatever you want here on this live Saturday episode 603-283-6160. Here tonight, you've got in Bakeless
2: Mountaineer and the Reverend Captain Kickass.
0: And uh, you can join us online anytime you want. So head on over to freetalklive.com and you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners as well as some of the hosts of the show on our social media platform. Just go to social.freetalklive.com. You'll find that there. And it is Mastodon-based, which means it's open source. We're running it on our server. There's not some big tech mega corporation involved at all. Uh, So go to social.freetalklive.com. And you can interact there, and it's free. So try it out. See if you like it. If you don't like it, too bad. You didn't pay for it. So uh, I think it's pretty cool. I was using it today, actually, as I was out at the uh, the protest. There was a big rally,
2: and I say big it wasn't well, as small as it could have been. But you have to, our listeners must understand that the town of Keene, New Hampshire, is small. It's like, what, 20, 25,000? Yeah, if people? you
0: can get 30 people into Central Square, you got a pretty
2: big rally. That's like one in a thousand people. And also, Central Square might max out at like 100 people or something, no, right?
0: No, I've seen probably 300 in there. And okay, it's but that's, really that's maxed. packed. Yeah,
2: that's packed.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was Black Lives Matter, was oh, the biggest one that. I've ever yeah. seen. Uh, the Free Staters put on the 420 rallies there, and that got to about 130, 150, and that was pretty busy. Yeah. Uh, so today, it was probably 30 people were there to protest the Free State Project.
2: Also, real quick, I just have to mention that the town square in Keene, New Hampshire is a circle because government made it.
0: It's a fact. Um, But a very interesting event today because uh, the Free State Project, of course, for listeners that don't know, is a migration of freedom-loving people, mostly self-described libertarians or voluntarists, some might use the term anarchists, who've come here to New Hampshire. And some
1: constitutionalists and minarchists.
0: And for a long time, the people in the status quo were able to ignore us and that's you know in the early days when there were only a few dozen people who'd made the move here oh
2: they're just crazy
0: and there was a time at which they laughed at us and they said you'll never have any success here you might as well just go home now and that went on for some number of years and they laughed at us and now we're in the fighting stage.
2: I was going to say, isn't it, first they mock you? No, first they ignore you. First they they ignore ignore you, then they mock you, you. laugh at you, then they fight Fight you. you. Okay.
0: Then you win. You win. Uh, So we're in the fighting stage right now, and I I don't have the video together yet, but they, the endorsements coming from the stage, because they did have speakers today, there were maybe about 30 people attending on the anti-Free State Project side, mm-hmm. and maybe half of that, maybe a little more than half of that amount in the pro-Free State Project okay. or the pro-Liberty uh, side of things. So it was a f- pretty good turnout all around. We had people coming from as far away as uh, the Seacoast and Manchester awesome. to, uh, to visit Keene Central Square, because this has been, this was the largest protest of this type that I have seen probably thus far in 2014 there was an anti-free keen protest where Mm -hmm. they had about 20 or 30 people so a little smaller than this one today Uh, that one was pretty impressive for for that time but recently in the last year or so democrat and and hard left groups have been out in the streets in other parts of new hampshire protesting the free state project but usually there's only been four or five or three people at these other events and maybe they just weren't as well organized or whatever yeah. uh and there have been photos of right so I, like i've seen the evidence that these things have existed and they really barely are even worth mentioning. But still, the Free State Project puts out tweets on their uh, account at Free State NH, usually showing these things and you know using it as a you know badge of honor. Like, look, you, we are so effective now. The the Free State types or the libertarians who've moved here, because not everybody is part of the Free State Project, right. but uh, the Free State types in New Hampshire are so effective that the people who support the status quo are protesting regularly. Mm. They're having uh, seminars about the Free State Project, just breathlessly you know, yelling about how terrible the Free Staters are and all <laughs> the damage. They want freedom for they, everybody. They hate that. Uh, and so that's what they were doing today. But today was the biggest one so far with, like I said, about 30 people, according to my count, attending this event. And so it got news coverage in advance the radio station was talking about it. Apparently, like the local talk radio local, station yeah. was covering it uh, this morning and yesterday, uh, and again the union leader covered it. The, I think the Keen Sentinel covered it. So it had a lot of buzz going, it's a lot of hubbub for 30 event. people. Well, still, it's that's a big turnout for this area. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to tell them that they didn't do a good job getting people to come out for this because they did and uh and you know we didn't chris our co-host on uh, friday night was bragging say oh we're gonna outnumber him i said don't get cocky Mm. Uh, and we did not outnumber them but that said it's still a huge success to have so many people so upset and a lot of people wouldn't understand that our caller robert for instance would have no understanding of why if people were angry at you that that's a sign of success but that's absolutely what it is because if you're not having an impact then they aren't going to talk
1: about you. Yeah, we aim to change things. Right. We aim to make things more free. Like we didn't come here just to keep it the way it is. Like it is better than a whole lot of places and it was better it from the very beginning of when this got, you know, elected uh to be where we would uh, where we would land. It was better than a whole lot of places, but we didn't come here just to keep it the way it is. No, we want more freedom. We love the freedom that we have here, and we want to expand it.
0: We were called, uh, the Liberty Activism here in New Hampshire was called a well-oiled machine today from the
1: stage. <laughs> I think that's a little much.
0: They said that, uh, oh, they said it was oiled with Coke money, that all this billionaire oil money was being poured into the movement. There's this whole conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, where... <laughs> this is oiled with
1: Bitcoin money. Thank you very much. Yeah, that wasn't mentioned,
0: surprisingly. I was, you they did They obviously
1: say, uh... don't know their foe
2: very well hey uh hey coke brothers i i think you forgot to cut somebody a check yeah, seriously I haven't, yeah. I haven't received my paycheck
1: <laughs> but th- this is interesting
0: because they have a whole conspiracy theory surrounding this movement that it's all centrally controlled and of course you have to expect that from these people because they themselves are centrally controlled right. in that way yeah, they they're collectivists about, well and the proof is is in the uh the pudding the event today uh, I took photo once they were all out doing their sign holding alongside the central square. For listeners that don't know, this is right in the heart of downtown Keene, New Hampshire, in Southwest uh, New Hampshire. It's sort of the the big city, if you will, with twenty three thousand population here. But central Square is where all this this stuff happens. They line up a- alongside with their uh, with their signs. Every single sign in these people's hands was professionally printed. Ah. By the Cheshire County Democrats they even had like by the Cheshire it was written on the signs <laughs> branded you, don't, you yeah. don't have to do that by the way if you're just gonna go out and protest you don't have to put there's like no legal requirement that you put a brand on it or like well, who paid for the signs. Well, they did <laughs> and th- there wasn't one single handmade sign there by the supposed <laughs> grassroots Democrats they were all handed out by this uh, the central party I wonder how many of them were paid. Well, I don't think they were paid. I so, I, I think these are mostly they were older folks. I was surprised that there were a couple of young people actually at the event. I I said I would be shocked if anybody under the age of forty was at
1: this event, and there were at least a couple. So uh, now, if if this was the Tea Party, then they would be correct. Like, what do you mean? Uh, like, okay, well, one of the things that, like, really deeply upset me about how the how things went with the Tea Party, because, I mean, at the time you had, like, the Tea Partiers and the Occupy Wall Street people on the two sides, and, like, I loved that. Yeah, that's true. I loved that you had these, like, populist grassroots uprisings that were against government control on both sides, like government corporate control, because they are the same thing. I went to both of them. Yeah, and and the thing that happened to the Tea Party was a whole bunch of coke money came in, and then they said, well, with all this money, we can start organizing it and organizing it, and it became part of the Republican Party. Yep. Yep, it yep. became just this little wing of the Republican Party that even lost its distinction from the rest of it. It's kind of like when you go into business with your
2: friends. I don't recommend you do don't this do it. because nothing will kill a friendship faster than a tough decision when a bunch of money is on the table. Mm-hmm. Especially if the money got loaned by the other friends. Or one guy gets greedy over the other guy or whatever it is.
0: We got more coming up. If you want to join us here, the uh, the story about the protest, that, that'll be coming later after I get the video out. You'll see that over at freekeen.com. But there's more Free Talk Live coming up. Yeah! Yep, it's Free Talk Live. You can join us here in these remaining moments. Maybe... If you get on the lines right now, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. If you don't get in tonight, that's okay. We do the show live seven nights a week. The captain will return tomorrow night for a Sunday edition. And uh, with you tonight, it is Ian.
1: Speakless Mountaineer.
0: And the captain. Don't forget, you can join us over at freetalklive.com. We're going to go back to your calls and thoughts. Uh, we have Oliver on the line in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Oliver.
4: Hey, buddy. Uh, first off, I just want to say, y'all, uh, I'm agreeing with you. Ten minutes later, I ain't agreeing with <laughs> you. But Good. It's just... It's just a good show. We'll keep you on your but toes. what I want, <laughs> you do that. And I am pro-life. I just want to put that out there. But okay. anyway, uh, when you go out there to, to this uh, utopia in uh, uh, New Hampshire, I think it is. Now, well, it's not a utopia, a of-
0: but it is freer than a lot of places.
4: Okay, well, you talk about a whole lot of bad stuff about police, so I would just like to hear you answer me. How are you going to police this place when somebody does something wrong to somebody else? So do you have a plan for that? Yep. And I'll get off the phone and turn the radio on. Alrighty, I, sir. I, 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 Thank you. Thanks Hold for the call. On. Appreciate
1: thank it. Thank you so much. Good Good question. Good question. Yeah, what what is our plan? Because, like, and that's the thing like people you might imagine that what we're saying is that uh the government doesn't do anything necessary and that's not what we're saying at all in fact they take these things that are necessary and they monopolize them you know things like food energy protection Roads, water, rides, water sewage yeah you know all of the necessities of life and they monopolize them it's not that i have a problem with people enforcing security i have a problem with the fact that i can't fire them Mm. yeah so if you subscribe to a security service
2: through a provider of some sort and they do a bad job you have the ability to go you know what you guys did a bad job i'm gonna go find a different provider who does the job to my satisfaction. You could even say, I'm going to start my own provider and compete with you. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I can do way better than those guys. I think I'm just going to start a security business. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, that looks way different than the monopolized police force currently looks. If if your local town, uh, county, state, if they do a poor job at being police, you can't fire them. They're still the police. It's very difficult, if not impossible, for you to change any of their policies, any of their actions. Uh, And so the monopoly is what keeps them in place and keeps them doing a bad job, regardless of your opinion, regardless of your level of satisfaction. Have you ever noticed that nobody really puts out a a government scorecard, something like a report card? Used to get a report card in school. Right. No that one says, except
0: for the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance that actually does that here in New Hampshire and rates all 400 reps and 24 senators every single year out,
2: outside of New Hampshire. Yeah,
0: Outside of New yeah. Hampshire. <laughs> I've never heard of
2: it. <laughs> it. Right. And there's a reason for that. It's because if you
1: knew how poor a job they were actually doing, well, there'd be an uprising tomorrow. Well, well. And, and the thing is, the people who are actually making some of these decisions, the people with power, when they go home, they go to a nice gated community mm. with private security. And if that private security, say, steals their stuff or lights their house on fire or whatever, they can get different private security. Sure. So really, my solution is to do that. Only everyone.
2: Right. We were talking in the break about the difference between government and governance. Right. Governance is just the products and services that are currently monopolized by the organization calling themselves government. They don't allow competition. They don't allow people who are entrepreneurs who think they can do a better job to come in and compete with them because Mm -hmm. they know that they will get
0: their clock cleaned. Yeah, there
2: there will be people who put together organizations that do it better, faster, and less expensive
1: immediately, if not sooner. Yeah, and one of the things that it just keeps coming back to is how terrible our court system is. Ugh. So, like, there are all oh, of these secondary problems that if our court system was good because it had competition, then it would be dealing with these problems, and then these problems wouldn't turn into these massive catastrophes.
2: So the short answer to the caller's question is the market will provide. Yep. Yeah, Human beings value these things as services, and, and therefore, they'll pay, for they'll pay for them. And so they have a value. Some business people will get together. Perhaps some people who want to start their own business, entrepreneurial type people will put it together. Perhaps these products and services will be uh, rolled into existing businesses, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of times, uh, things like insurance companies come up. Um, I've always subscribed to the idea that much like a, an Internet service provider, which is a provider of networks, Right, and you pay a fee to get on the internet mm-hmm. well that's already a superior method of controlling traffic right? so I imagine something like an RSP, a road service provider mm-hmm. Right, you just take the idea of an ISP and like apply it to roads and now you have these companies that build roads and then you just buy a subscription to get on the road. Oh you're going to get on a road outside of your normal home area well you have roaming built into mm-hmm. your RSP subscription. Maybe you won't
0: need a prescription or pre- prescription. Sub- subscription. subscription maybe it'll be paid for by advertisements. You know, there's billboards already, so why right. wouldn't well, those and, people...
1: And that is one thing about the market, is I, I'm one mind. I can't imagine right. what we don't many know. minds are going to come up with. The one-word answer to how will you X is voluntarily. Right. We're just talk show hosts. We're not road innovators. Right. You know, we're not in the business. I am not supreme master leader that you
0: must make me dictator. And we've never had the opportunity to see what road innovation would look like, because it's always been under the control of government.
2: <laughs> Every now and again, like, a, a state or a city will have this like piece of road that's paved a little bit differently and they'll put up a sign that says you know we're testing this new version of asphalt or something right and that's as close (laughs) to innovation as they've gotten in the entire time i've been alive let's go to not oliver but olivia in
0: arizona you're on free talk live go ahead olivia
11: Hey, so I'm kind of curious because I've been hinting at like trying to move to New Hampshire and not once have you ever given me the hookup to this coke, I'm assuming K-O-C-H money. <laughs> you um, haven't
0: gotten your millions of dollars yet to finance your way to New Hampshire?
11: No, am I, am I expected to do this all No, she's own? lying.
1: Like, Olivia is actually our secret mastermind that centrally controls our entire movement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It really is amazing that given how much research, because a lot of the the people on the left that have been doing presentations about the Free State Project here in New Hampshire, they really have done a ton of research, and a lot of it's very, very good research. Like They've successfully identified a lot of the Free Staters in the state legislature, many of whom I don't even know who they are, but they figured them out because they've been spending God knows how many hours and how much money doing this, but they they do that. But yet they still believe that there's some sort of conspiracy theory about how well well-funded we are and it's like no there's a lot of people who move up here literally by the skin of their teeth and yeah. you know the only help they have is unpacking their moving truck uh when they get here
11: right so uh, yeah I'm, I'm just waiting i mean if, if these people are serious have they tried to apply and infiltrate the system and get their chunk of change yeah <laughs> that's, that's a good answer. idea i mean Put it put it to the test. If you've got that today, if you're convinced, you know, why not try to cash in and see how easy it is.
0: Great questions, um, Olivia. Anything else you want to share?
11: Yeah, one thing that's been bothering me about the what what a uh, is Mountaineer said about the Supreme Court um, ruling on Roe versus Wade and saying that uh, it's, it's appropriate that they struck it down because of the Constitution or whatever. I mean. I think it was a major oversight of the Founding Fathers not to put in the Constitution, of course they wouldn't have even thought to do this, but that no one has more right to your body than you do. I think that should be the zeroth amendment, that no no one should be able to decide what experimental treatments you take, what operations you decide to have or not have. Uh, the right to suicide if you're if you need that whatever it is no one has more right over your body bodily mm. decisions than you do self-ownership and it's I, a good
1: one so that almost made it in actually uh, really? it, it almost made it into the uh, the Declaration of Independence as uh, the right of life liberty and property that was how it was originally written uh, both in the, the source material for that document and in the original document itself it said not the pursuit of happiness but property and that whole concept goes back to the idea of you own yourself. And 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 I mean, even mm-hmm. the people who made the decision specifically said, this is not a great way of getting this done, but we're doing this.
0: Thank you, Olivia, for the call. Uh, good luck with the migration plan.
1: And, and since she brought up the whole uh, uh, abortion thing, uh, again, if we had competition in courts, we would have good courts. If we had good courts, then OK, is that a human being? And is that a district thing, whether that counts as a human being? Because if that is a human being, then this is unprosecuted murder. And we should we should approach it like that. And maybe we have to do different districts that call that murder, and some districts that say that isn't a human being because obviously there's something of a question on this subject. And no one is
0: ever going to all agree on this particular question, which is why having different you know, jurisdictions with different rules is a good idea. But the Republicans and the Democrats want to cram their view down from the top. We'll see you tomorrow night.
5: Iconic guitarist Eric Clapton's lifelong passion for the blues burns brightly in a new film and soundtrack release entitled Nothing But The Blues. The documentary film, which was nominated for an Emmy Award, has been upgraded to 4K for its long-awaited official Blu-ray and DVD release. The new soundtrack album features all of the music from the 1995 film and also includes more than an hour of previously unreleased live performances, Eric spoke about his lifelong love and respect for the blues. I have tried
3: to play folk music, play country and western, play even jazz, um, and a a lot of pop music, but I do this best, and that's been given to me to do. Uh, And and as much as I've questioned it and railed against it and, and, and been stubborn about my path, I'm back on it. But this is me in terms of my musical identity today. Where I've come from and what I mean. And wherever I go in the future will be as a result
5: of this. That's iconic guitarist Eric Clapton, whose long-awaited documentary film and music soundtrack, Nothing But The Blues, will be released on multiple formats on June 24th. Order now at ericclapton.com.